Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I need information I needed five minutes ago. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert, an everything entertainment update heard at the top of every hour. On my talk, 107.1. So, um, what's new in your world? Julia, I'll have, for the second straight hour, I've got some news here for the Dirt Alert. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let's rephrase that, Rocco. Yes. Um, hi, this is my talk, 107.1. For the second hour in a row, I'll be doing my job. <laughs> Think of those chicken sandwiches I brought in. I know. Thanks, uh, we got a couple green lights here. Netflix uh, is saying, hey, we're going to show this Operation Varsity Blues on oh. March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. That is the college admission bribery scandal. Right. Right. So they gave that a date. That's okay. March 17th. Uh, George Clooney is partnering with Sports Illustrated Studios to do a docu-series about uh, a decades-long abuse scandal in the Ohio State University Athletic Department. Uh, Why can't he just do a romantic comedy? <laughs> I mean, he's doing space things. Space just... things, sex abuse things. So this is about um, an Ohio State sports doctor named Richard Strauss who has 350 alleged allegations against him. Wow. So that's going to be uh, wow. something that Clooney's working on. Right? Another thing I saw that's uh, greenlit, Stars is picking up Gaslit. That is uh, based on a Slate podcast called Slow Burn, and it's about Watergate. Um, and it's going to be, uh, the showrunner is going to be Robbie Pickering, who worked on Mr. Robot and Search Party. And names included in the project are Julia Roberts, Sean Penn, and Army Hammer. Ooh. Wow. So those are some things that are uh, will be coming out All in right, our thank future. You. Okay, and now I'm going to hit this button and continue on with the rest of our lives. Yeah. Thanks for alerting us. My talk dirt alerts at the top of every hour and at 8:20, 12:20 and 5:20 on My Talk 1071. Are just joining us it has been a fun show i encourage you to podcast the earlier parts of the show it all started when i picked up about 19 chicken sandwiches in the harmar area and then forgot to write a three o'clock dirt alert <laughs> <laughs> we talked about rainbows coming out of fish sticks it's been busy we ate those chicken sandwiches we ate a lot of them you guys ate some candy and now i see that you gave me some it looks like some sort of chocolate with red somethings in it i got be honest, we got this from um, a mu- local musician. It was a woman whose name is going to escape me right now. And this is called Chocolate XOXOXO. It's raspberries and dark ch- chocolate. 
with 55% cocoa content. Um, but they sent us a gift pack thanking us for talking about local music. Nice. Which was so nice. It's so nice. I thought it was so nice. I have breaking news, and I think this is a hot couple alert. Ooh. And, and it is Skeet Ulrich, who was on our manual, who came in very early on. He was in Jericho. He also played um, Jughead's dad on Riverdale. Okay, yeah. And he's just left. He's hot. Hot, hot, hot. I can't tell you how hot Say he is. Say his name one more time. Skeet Ulrich. Skeet, S-K-E-E-T, Ulrich. Yeah, I think you got it. And he is dating Lucy Hale. Cute Lucy, who's 31. He's got to be my age, you know, 63. Um, but they are, do we like that? Love. I kind of am excited. They're, She's so cute. They're both so cute. They both have really dark raven they really, hair. They really do. He is uh, a tall drink of water. Yeah, he's, a, he's something. Okay, so... Over the weekend, mm-hmm. last Friday, breaking news that um, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, the Duke and Duchess of Sus- Sussex, were quitting their royal duties. Mm-hmm. And the Queen issued a statement, not only are you quitting them, we're taking away anything that we assigned you to. Okay? Mm. and but, but all in love, you're still a part of our family. Yeah. We love you. We love you. Now, this morning... On um, Good Morning America, they have a royal royal correspondent that always does this stuff who gave us a little bit more of an insight on how the feelings of his brother, William, are now. Okay. Prince Philip, first of all, is still in the hospital. The Queen's husband there as a precautionary measure, according to Buckingham Palace, as the family continues to deal with the fallout from the Sussex royal split. This morning, the royal family rift still raw. The Sunday Times quoting unnamed sources close to Prince William, reportedly saying the future king is sad and genuinely shocked by his brother and Meghan's statement about leaving the royal family, calling it insulting and disrespectful to the queen. Neither the Sussexes nor Kensington Palace would comment on the report, and NBC News has not been able to confirm it. Buckingham Palace announced Friday the Duke and Duchess of Sussex were stepping away from the responsibilities and duties that come with a life of public service. Prince Harry and Meghan responded, saying, regardless of their official roles, we can all live a life of service. Service is universal. It comes just days after the couple revealed Meghan is pregnant with their second child, and they'd agreed to a wide-ranging interview with Oprah. The couple this morning renewing their commitment to causes like the Invictus Games, which Prince Harry founded. How's he doing? He seems better than he has done for a while, which is really great to see. I'd put some ideas out late, late on Friday night, and I've just literally had a, an email back with, with his views. He's got a deep abiding care for the men and women who've been injured in, in, in service. Mm-hmm. Do we have anything about his brother now? Here's his brother. Prince Harry keeping a promise he made last year when the couple took a break from their royal roles. What I want to make clear is we're not walking away. Committed to causes like conservation in Botswana and Meghan's charity SmartWorks, helping British women in the workplace. But their roles promoting British sport and culture will go to other working family members, along with Prince Harry's honorary military titles. Those roles won't fall to his brother. Surprisingly little extra responsibility is going to fall on Prince William. He has, for the last year, really um, taken onto his shoulders the fact that he's not going to have his younger brother uh, helping out. Princess Diana's sons now officially going their separate ways. One, a very famous private citizen. The other, a future king.
Do you think they like each other at all? <laughs> I don't know. It's so... They're different. It's yeah, so... Yeah, I know. And it, you know how they talk about you, it's really hard to work with family when then you're forced to kind of be in this work environment with your family? And like, I would But you're see, royal. I know. <laughs> it's just your job. I know. It, it's just like, I don't know if it breeds resentment on both sides. Mm-hmm. And can you still have like a brotherly fun relationship? Right. I don't know. I, I just always hope. I know. I said, we, you and I are really close to our siblings. Oh, I would just die. I would just die. Like my sister and my brother, I talk oh, to them every day. Every day. Mm-hmm. I've and, got five. I don't talk to them all every no, day. No, I've got, I mean, there's... Seven yeah, of us all. So it's like, yeah. I, I cherry pick. But that's what's nice about having a lot. You get to if you burn it. out of one, you've got some other ones <laughs> to got, pick up the slack. got some backups. If you need another one to hang out with, that's so the truth. But it, it just, so that's happening, people. Yeah, that would and be. And what happened, the queen also announced that she's going to be having a sit down, a major broadcast on March 7th, which is before the Oprah Winfrey sit-down with Harry and Meghan. I'm going to be honest. I think I have to... Okay, so I've been put in my place a couple times on yes, the show. Um, most recently today. Yep, mm-hmm. uh, most recently about an hour ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to say, I think I maybe was wrong about how they weren't going to say anything on this Oprah interview. Right. Because, I mean, they're everyone's gearing up around this thing like... We're going to get some stuff. We're going to get some stuff. And that the queen and is is decided she's going to make a message now two weeks before yeah. or a week before they even do theirs. You know, just damage control up front yeah. also kind of says that maybe we're going to be hearing more than we I, thought we'd hear. Yeah, I, I was going into it saying, no, not worth listening to, right. whatever. And I I was I was wrong. I think I think we might hear something. Okay, so so imagine if your dad dad was Bono from U2. Mine might be. I don't know. <laughs> there's, there's a chance. He was. He made the rounds in the mid to late 80s. I only see my dad like once a year. I don't he know. He always wears blue sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> he might be. Beverly? Tell me. Oh, my gosh. You're funny. All right. So his daughter, Eve Hewson, um, she is now starring in, um, a, U, in a Netflix, um, I think it's, is it a series or something behind her eyes? Oh, I read that book. Did you? Yes. Good. It but is? It's weird. Okay. It's very weird. And so you, it's one of those books where I didn't recommend it to a lot of people because right. it was like kind of like, it would say more about how weird I am as a well, person. And well, I wasn't. They are, your friends already know that. Yeah. So I was only in her. Yeah, totally. It's, okay. So she's 29 years old uh-huh. and she has a very square jaw line. I don't know if she looks like her dad at all from some of the different things I've seen. And Bono's 62, but here's what she talks about. When they were kids, because she has an older sister, so I think the girls, he's got two girls, and one's like 31 and one's 29, and he said he used to blast Backstreet Boys in the car in traffic when he was driving them to school, mm-hmm. and he would get out of the car in his dressing gown, which is probably his bathrobe, yeah, in pajamas, with his glasses on, and dance, and we'd just be mortified. And then other times he'd be driving us, and he'd always <laughs> play his YouTube music, for us, I'd be mortified, and we'd always be upset because he'd never pick the versions that we'd like. Yeah, so it's like, Dad, you're worthless. Um, did your mom ever do like embarrassing things to you? Dropping you, I, like if oh, I asked my. my kids how I embarrass them, they'd say, "Let me count the ways." Oh, my mom and I, I remember cringing so hard, and she'd wear her robe because she also, you know, had to be somewhere early in the morning. So if she mm-hmm. dropped us off, 
a lot of times she would drop us off and then head back home. Uh, she also worked like two or three jobs. My mom was amazing, but I look back and we were so, it was so terrible. So sometimes she would work late night shifts doing bar stuff and she was going, she was a sub teacher as well. Okay. And she was trying to get into the school systems to be a full-time teacher. So she would drop us off in her robe and we'd just, I'd be mortified. I'd be like, mom, do not get close enough to the side of the street where they can see that you're wearing your robe or she'd wear her hair curlers. Mm-hmm. And I look back and I'm like, who even can't, but you were more, I was mortified. If your parents did anything, anything, Rocco, did your parents, Um, how old were you when your folks got divorced? I was only about three. Oh, okay. Yeah. We do have a caller that wanted to talk about behind her eyes. Oh, all right. Who is this? This is Adam. Adam, are you watching the, the Netflix show? Oop. Adam. Yeah, I'm plugging him up. Adam, honey. Maybe he hung up. Is it not working? Uh, Did you forget how to do that part of your job today, too? How about now? Can you guys hear me? Now we we can, Adam. Rocco forgot how to do his job again. I I was just going to comment. I read (gasps) Behind Her Eyes um, by Sarah, I think it's Pinborough. It was absolutely fantastic, in my opinion. And that was all because of the very last chapter. Absolutely. Absolutely, because otherwise it was a very stereotypical book. Yes, it was a slow build and you were intrigued, but then once you read, I think it was like the epilogue. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, I was thinking about it all night long. It's something so. that's to this day, Adam, pops up in my mind in weird ways, but it's one of those things where I don't, like you and I, for some reason, were masochists and we stuck with that book and then we loved the thing at the end. But it's like a weird combo of, having to be with a stereotypical plot and then being really into, I don't want to call it sci-fi, but a kind of wild twist at the end. And Adam, I'm glad that there's another person like that me that exists. Yeah, you definitely have to buy into it because it's kind of your stereotypical, uh, you know, domestic thriller, but at the same time, it's not. Yeah. Uh, and that's definitely my genre. I read every book that you guys mention. I, I love um, that that genre so that definitely made it to the top of my list because of the ending uh, now i want to read it yeah and it's <laughs> i adam don't you kind of find yourself the the book twist at the end was so good that you want to read it again to, yes. to feel out all of those things that 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 reveals to you in the end yes i have another book recommendation okay called the seven and a half deaths of evelyn hardcastle by that. Stuart torton it's Again, you have to buy into the plot, but once you buy into it, it is one of the craziest thriller reads you'll ever pick up. Okay, the seven and a half... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That's of Eve Hardcastle? Of Evelyn Hardcastle. <laughs> so close. Okay. I'm getting it. All I right. love it. I'm writing it down. Thank you. so. Thanks for listening, hon. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, have a great night. Yeah, okay. They're saying about, you know, um, Behind Her Eyes, which is the Netflix thriller that has like four or six parts. It's a it's not six episodes. Six episodes. They're saying the villain in outlandish Netflix thriller Behind Her Eyes does terrible things, but in the book, they do something too horrid even for TV. So they don't even show whatever it is you guys are talking about. Yeah. On the TV show, we got to take a break. It's time for the Dirt Alert. We've got Elizabeth Reese with us today, and we'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Oh, Miss Elizabeth Reese. How are you, darling? Boy, it's nice to be with you on this 520 Dirt Alert. I'm filling in a couple days this week. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing really, really well. Brittany, nice to meet you. Oh, I feel... I feel, I, I feel like I'm being starstruck moments all week here. <laughs> this is re- great. This is really cool. My my neighbor just told me that she watches your show, and I said that you're going to be on, and she's a big fan. So oh, my this gosh. Is, I'm nerding out. Okay, Laura, Julia's giving me eyes. Julia, this is great. I never get treatment like this when I'm I show I'm not up. giving her eyes what at all. Yeah, she, she's rolling her eyes. <laughs> but I always nerd out when we have these big Minnesota legends on. Oh, my gosh. And now you're a legend. Oh! Wow, I've aged so quickly. No, Elizabeth, you're delightful and everyone knows it. It's so nice to be with you. Let's get to the dirt because I have a whole list of stuff for you today. tell us. Let's start with the reaction to this um, documentary that Mia Farrow is putting out there about Woody Allen. Right. And Woody Allen and Sunyi Previn have now responded to the HBO documentary called Allen vs. Farrow. And they issued a statement today saying these documentarians had no interest in the truth. Instead, they spent years surreptitiously collaborating with the pharaohs and their enablers to put together a hatchet job riddled with falsehoods. Uh, They went on and talked about how they declined to be part of um, this docu-series. Right. Not surprisingly. They were not given very much notice, is what Woody and Sunni said, and that they wouldn't have been part of it anyway. Well, right. And then they said, um, as as has been known for decades, these allegations are categorically false. Talking about the sexual abuse allegations that Dylan Farrow has maintained for years against Woody Allen. Um, and did they, you, I started watching, it. I haven't watched it yet. Okay, I no. started this morning. What do you think? Like, well, what's the vibe? That's well, a, it's, that's a bold thing to watch in the morning. Well, it was when I had time. <laughs> I um, and it was, um, it's Dylan Farrow narrating it. And it's a lot of family photos and movies and things like that. And I, I, I turned it off. Yeah. I just felt like, okay, this is heavy. It's interesting. There's a, you know, uh, HBO and Ronan Farrow have a deal. Yeah. And so this apparently is the one thing that he really wanted to put out there. Um, And of course, you know, his mother, Mia Farrow, has maintained that Woody Allen did, in fact, abuse Dylan Farrow. She believes her daughter. Yes. And then, of course, there's the other complicated part of the story, which is that Woody Allen ended up marrying Soon Yi Previn, who was Mia's daughter. Right. It's there's not a way around 
that. Not can't get around that one. <laughs> there oh. Really, isn't anything to explain that? It's it's one of those things too, like the Michael Jackson one that HBO made. Um, that the Neverland. Yep. Um, Finding Neverland. Yeah. Finding Neverland. That once you watch it, you think there's enough there. HBO doesn't usually make bad shows and doesn't make things with lack of evidence. So no. I think it's going to be one of those things where. You, watching is going to be hard. Well, and whenever you talk about the Sunni situation and the fact that they got together when Sunni was in college. Yeah. And that's when Mia Farrow, she in this documentary details going over to Woody Allen's apartment. At that point, she'd been dating him for 10 years and uh, finding nude pictures of her daughter, Sunni. Yeah, that I was, mean, that guys, was, that was yeah. disturbing. I know, it's very disturbing. Ugh. And they, I don't and, feel like they should have issued a statement at all. They should have just been quiet. I'm right surprised now. they didn't. I, they did. Yeah, I am too. Suni and um, Woody Allen have been married since 1997. She's now 50. Woody Allen is 85. 85. Woody Allen is. Wow. Yeah. He still looks the same. He looks exactly the same. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you don't change your hair and you wear the same glasses. <laughs> you just look exactly the same. Okay, it's like let's Sally Jesse Raphael. She's never yes, looked any You're right. Either. You're exactly right about that. Have the same hair and then wear the same glasses. Yes. Okay, Kim Kardashian felt Kanye West wasn't willing to compromise in their marriage. That's the headline from People Magazine. She's not working right now. She's spending time with her family and she's focusing on the well being of herself and her four children amid her divorce from Kanye. She filed for divorce officially on Friday. And, of course, we all know they have four children together and that she was with family over the weekend um, and that they've been separated for months. Right. But actually filing for divorce was very emotional, which I think a lot of people can relate to. It is because then it's 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 real. Yeah. And And it makes it real and it's the end of a dream and a different trajectory. And it's it's sad. And I don't know. I mean, this source saying. There's no drama between Kim and Kanye. Kim is mostly just disappointed that they couldn't figure out how to stay married. But it takes two people to create a happy marriage. Kim has felt Kanye is not willing to do the hard work and compromise. I don't think that compromise is really something that's in Kanye's vocabulary. Yeah, I mean, that's what he's known for. He doesn't compromise. He does what Kanye wants to do when Kanye wants to do it and how he wants to do it. That's an exhausting person to be married to. And then you add in, I mean, it's very difficult the mental health issues that he's faced, you know, there it's fair for that to take a toll that takes a toll. I I think you're right. And I also think the other thing that they're saying is when he wanted to run for president was doing all that. stuff. Oh yeah. That was just painful for her. It was ridiculous. And you know, she's, she, whatever you think about Kim Kardashian, but I mean, she is really passionate about this justice reform. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And she's done some very good work with it. And so I think to kind of, you know, she's had to overcome some barriers of people thinking that she didn't know what she was doing or yeah. that she was just useless in doing this. And then she was really gaining a reputation of of doing some positive work. And then he rolls in and like says things about his children that should not have been said during these this bizarre presidential run. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it really was. Do you it think re- he she ever really knew him? I think that he put on a show for her because he wanted her like he wanted a trophy. Yeah. Like wanted to dress her up. I mean, man, did he go after her heart. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then she wanted to have babies. Yeah, I know. And I don't think she would be the first 
woman no. who was like, someone acted like they were really in love with me and I wanted to have children. Because guess what? Newsflash, women are up against a clock at some yeah, point. Yeah, you are. If you want to have kids. That's just the way it goes. How's your third one doing? It's one of the great injustices. Oh boy, he's such a joy, but he doesn't sleep, Julia. That's <laughs> what I was reading you, you said. That's yeah. got to, like nothing? Like how many hours do you get? Oh, I he wakes up, like I put him down at 7.30 mm-hmm. and then he wakes up at... Um, 8.30 and then I put no, him back down no. and then I try to go to bed at like 9 and then he wakes up at 11. No. I'm not getting more than like a two and a half hour stretch. Do you know what that does to a person's what? brain? Well, that's, that's ex- how old is he now? Four months? Four and a half months. See yeah. that? Four and four months is tough. Why do I want one so bad? You do. You want you one. Want you one. want one. Oh. Because it's yours and you're like, ah, oh, so Oh, you'll cute. love him so but much. But it's her third. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's not enough sleep. I'm no, sorry. Not no. enough sleep at all. Why do you think I cry? I, I cry. I, I cry too, and I'm, I'm getting cry. sleep. <laughs> oh, gosh, guys. We all love we a all good cry. cry. Oh, so, Elizabeth, though. Oh, what's his name again? His name is Heathcliff. Oh. That's just so, so proper. I love He's it. So beautiful. He's our it, handsome guy. It's really. I want one so does bad. Bernie, does Bernie just love him? She's his little mama. She carries him all around oh, the house. She just loves him. And you know what's fun about the third, though, is that he's so entertained by the other two. Oh, right. Like, they, oh, he I... thinks they're the best. They're, he... They dance around and he laughs and laughs. Oh, that's so cute. It's so cute. I'll be back with you tomorrow and Thursday this week. So thanks Thank for having so me. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. Nice so, to meet you, Brittany, and uh, say hi to your neighbor. I'm in awe. I'm in shock. <laughs> thanks, honey. So nice to catch up with you. We'll be right back. Back with Sex Monday, yes. and I want to go there. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex for now. Even without Lori, Sex Monday continues. Yeah, Can you believe it? Other people have sex besides Lori in the Twin Cities. <laughs> not, which, not many. Which one of not, us? Three. Not many. Not many. <laughs> I, I think like she's doing it better than all of us, anyways. Okay, so anywho, here are some of the. Um, the trends. I, I just Googled sex trends of 2021. Oh, I'm excited to okay, hear this. So single, dumb, dumb and gifting. So huh? a big, big trend in 2021 is the increase in women remaining happily single later in their lives. Mm-hmm. So to do that, they mm. need a little assistance. They need a little um, bit of They need a little help. So around Valentine's Day a couple years ago, like two years ago, 2019, um, sex toy website saw about a 14% increase in orders being placed by women for women, for themselves, for a friend. And that grew even more this year. So um, people are, you know, asking for advice about what vibrator to use. You just showed me a picture of Gwyneth (laughs) Paltrow's new vibrator that she talked to the New York Times about for Goop. I mean, it's just so funny that we're able to talk so openly about this now, like um, period parties that we talked about earlier today. But it's just self-pleasure is something that's happening. It's not going away. It's not going away. And maybe you should share your story with everybody. Um, Of course, I would love to. Uh Uh-oh. Where are we going here? I'm so scared. I'm never going to get invited back. No, you are. But not for a little while. At least a week. I... I, um, was looking for uh, one of mine crashed. It was done. Sure. And so I was like, I need I need a new main player. Ordered one offline. Didn't think anything of it. First off, I do want to acknowledge. I needed a new main player. And this has nothing to do with men. I will always have one. 
Well, this is 100% it. I don't think men feel intimidated. I don't. I just want people to know that. Like, no. For me, I will always have one. Always. Always have. Always will. Mm-hmm. The only time I didn't have one was when I was in Kuwait and Iraq. And not because I didn't choose to. It was because they took it out of my um, luggage. luggage. Mm-hmm. They were like, you can't have this. And I right. said, no. So um, I ordered one this summer. And it came in the mail. And it was about the size of my forearm. And I did not expect that when mm-hmm. I ordered it in the mail. And we had um, people working on the roof. My husband was working from home and it came in this big giant box. And of course it said it on the side. It was like magic wand, whatever. I grab it, run out of upstairs out of embarrassment, put the box under my sink and I was laughing so hard. And I wanted to tell Justin about it, but completely forgot. He found it like a week later and was like, were you trying to hide this from me? And I was like, no, nobody could hide this. Like, look at this thing. It's huge. And then later that week, he came from a trip. I didn't even know they sold them at Target. He brought me, bought me a little guy from Target and said, here, because honestly, the other one looks so insanely large. What are you doing with that? <laughs> Please use this instead. But that I did not know. I didn't, I didn't know that either. Yeah, Target. Well, listen, this is every, everyone. Everybody's doing it. Are you sure it wasn't a blender or something? I hope oh. not. Or the little handheld blender Oh, thing. the little, you know, the stick you put in the, oh, yeah. the shakes, that, you know, well, the you magic make, wand. Well, how you make, yeah, how you make soup. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. What's but the word for that? Like, a, It's got a name. It's a magic stick. A no, this is, it's got a special name because it's fancy yeah. recipes. They're like, Anyways. you need this. Um, yeah, I don't know what but that's. But now I'm going to look up Target. So Goops, Goops is actually affordable in the sense that like they all are about, I'd say 50 to 100 bucks if you get a good one. This one's 95. I know it's a little bit on the higher end, but this one's double sided. The goop one. I rarely think a product from goop is worth it. Double sided. I mean, like one side you can use or the other side. Oh, got it. Okay. Target.com. Really? I'm surprised. I was shocked too when he We're came talking back. about vibrators if anyone's just joining us, yeah. not magic wands to whip up your soup. No. <laughs> okay. So here. Or are we? Okay. So Wendy yeah. um, from uh, Jezebel wrote an article about how to be sexy and confident in your bedroom in 2021. Oh. I'm sure these aren't different from 2018. Yeah. But we may have forgotten them. But one of the first things always is try new things. Um, try new things to make you feel sexier, more confident. They may come in different forms and different shapes and different sizes. And here are some of the recommendations. The use of sex assistant devices, sex as toys, mm-hmm. other things, other things, include them into your foreplay, you you know, and using them as part, you know, and yeah. with your significant other. Have fun with yes. it. Bring things in. Um, the use of aromatherapy. Essential oils are very relaxing. They can set the mood for passionate lovemaking. Scented candles. I always forget about lighting. We have so many candles that I use for decoration, and I always forget to light them, and it is awesome when you light them. Because you look so good in that lighting. Oh, you look so good. Mm -hmm. Lavender or jasmine oils in vaporizers. Other forms of aromatherapy. I think having the right lighting makes you feel hotter. Everything. I think that's a big deal. Massage. Um, soothing sexy massages increase the blood flow and oxygenation and that is a word to the brain it releases more happy hormones like serotonin inspiring you to perform your best in bed yeah um naughty words of endearment now this is words are very compelling yeah naughty words you utter inside the bedroom can make you look sexy and make you feel more attractive 
research on creative or sexually arousing uh, movie lines, maybe? No. Okay, some quotes. You can craft naughty <laughs> words. I remember, you know, because this is hard for people to talk dirty. There's so many books on it. There's yeah. so many starter books. You could just Google it, and it would give you... Just try a couple words and see how you do from there. You can customize your look. Um, and some of those things would be don't compare yourself to anybody else. You, oh. The person with you likes you for you. Yeah. I, so don't say I feel so fat or I've got so much this going on here. I've got so much that going on there. I've got I, so much that going on. I mean, on. all that is great, but also just showing up and consenting. That's good enough for most. Mm-hmm. Like, there you go. Like. Or you can wear a sexy costume. I know that you wore one to work today. Oh. Um, I don't oh. know what we call this look. Oh. What did you it call it? It was kind of theatrical. It is. You're yeah. a theatrical little dresser. Bo-keep. Yeah, little Bo little Peep meets. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the Little Bo Peeps meets Lady Gaga. Yes. And you've got your cinnamon bun white earphones on. You really do look like the combo. Thank you. It's, I... it's a good look. I I appreciate it. I'm also terrified in this conversation, if you can tell. <laughs> lingerie. Yeah. You know, always getting new lingerie um, to feel better. Okay, I got a question for you. Okay. Do you wear matching bra and underwear sets? Today? You don't have to show me currently. Not today. Not today. But, but I often? can change. I can change. But uh, but often? Well, if I'm planning on it, yeah. Really? I like to, I like to match. It's one of those things where I feel like that is one of those underrated moves that was probably pretty solid just for you. Not so much for them, but for you. Like, that probably makes you feel like a million bucks. Well, it makes you feel better that you have something cute on. Yeah. yeah I think so. Yeah. I think so. Rocco, do you coordinate? Uh, well, I, am, I wear one piece. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Um, but I try to buy, you know, cute underwear. Yeah. Not that anybody cares. Oh, how about music? Do you play music? That's another key. I love playing music, music. but I'll tell you what. I found out me and Justin got different ideas what works in the bedroom. Like, I'm all about, like, a good beat Beyonce kind of style. Like, can you keep up, baby boy? Like, something like, you know, with a good beat. And he wants romance. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. I mean, when I was in high school, I used to, I I was known for making a good makeout mix, you know? A makeout mix. But now I don't really have a go-to ready to go, so when it... Sometimes I'm I'm like ah oh, thinking on the fly like uh oh, play something Spotify and I usually end up picking the wrong thing. It's like Spotify Spotify has many um Pony by Genuine. Oh, that's one of my favorite. <laughs> you you can you play that. Heard. You can play it when we come back, but I got one last thing. There's a link between gratitude and good sex. So this is from the Social Psychological and Personality Science Journal. Lori gets it. I just peeked at it. Researchers find that both feeling gratitude and receiving gratitude in your relationship tended to make people care more about their partner's pleasure, hmm. which in turn tended to lead to better sex for both parties. Why? When a person feels grateful for their partner and their partner is showing appreciation in return, they want to invest more in all to keep the relationship happy. And that includes good sex. That seems that's a that's great advice. Thank you. That was free. We're going to come back with the rest of the headlines. This is Lori and Julia on my talk. Other things happening tonight. You know, The Bachelor's on. Mm. Um, this week, Friday and Saturday night, if you're planning your romantic week, I forgot to mention this in Sex Monday, the snow moon is going to light up the sky this weekend, Friday evening through Saturday morning. So Friday night's the big night if you want to plan your full moon picnic party. Oh. 
That's when it's going to happen. Um, snow moon. It's Sounds the, romantic. It's, it is the snow moon. Okay. I'm going to save the story for Lori because I know you guys don't remember when Olivia Newton-John's fiance went missing. Do either of you remember that? No. I got to yeah. save it for Lori. It'll be wasted on you guys. Agreed. It'll be wasted on you. Um, <laughs> so here's a couple other things. Um, Billie Eilish, I heard her talking. Yeah. Um, about her life and, you know, the life during COVID mm-hmm. and and about, you know, being so young and so famous. And she talked about how um, she was never more afraid to play live than when she played at the Oscars. Really? At the Oscars and at the Grammys in second place. But the Grammys, she said it really didn't feel as scary because there's thousands of people in Staple Arena. Mm-hmm. But for the Oscars, it's a smaller, it's in the um, Kodak Theater, or whatever it's called now, I don't even know. Um, and it's a smaller group of people, and it's just actors. Yeah. And she said she was so impressed because everybody prepares for their speeches where the Grammys, it's like, yeah, I won. A little more wild, yeah. Yeah, a little more wild. And she said she's gotten used to being famous now, and she likes it. Oh, good. She hated it initially. Um she also, with her brother Phineas, they were both homeschool. School, they know nothing about Matt. Um, math, excuse oh, me, not Matt. Like, not Matt the Bachelor, math. You can go You can go pretty far in life and not know much about math. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Matt. Or, or Matt. Matt. Well, or Matt. You should Killeen's know something. She, she also said, right, <laughs> she also was talking about um with Justin Bateman, uh, Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman never graduated from high school. Mm-hmm. Will Arnett never graduated from college and his dad went to Harvard and his families all have massive degrees and he doesn't. Yeah. Um, what else did she say? Oh, he. they asked her about um, the process. How did she get to make the music for Bond, the James Bond movie that mm-hmm. has been delayed, 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 delayed. Yeah. And she said they couldn't have been more excited to get that. And they they had what Barbara Broccoli, who's the producer... What she gave them was just a little short, you know, summary of what the movie's about. And they give them the amount of time you have because the the music that you make for a Bond movie plays during the opening credits. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you have a limited amount of time. She said that was just both her and her brother just loved, loved working on that. They said it was so cool. It's It's kind of like one of those creative workshops writing classes where you get parameters and I bet it was just so fun for two people who live for those create, you know, that creativity aspect. I bet Mm -hmm. you they just had a blast with it. They just said it was great and they don't, she never wants any, their, their second album is going to be coming out soon. Oh, Um, she cannot wait to perform again. Yeah. Live. Um, that whenever they go out on the road, the longest they'll ever stay out is four weeks, but she really just wants it to be three weeks and come home from two weeks in between. Because she sense. said you just kind of lose yourself. I just was a really nice conversation with her. She wasn't on our show. She was on someone else's. But I thought I should relay the information. She's kind of darling. She's so great. I, I've i yet to talk to anybody who's like, Billie I think Eilish. that she is unlikable. I don't think anybody just doesn't like her because she's so likable in kind of a low-key way, and she really got hit hard. Oh, body shaming. Body shaming, this summer especially. And it kind of shows where we're at, where people are not here for that. People are not here for, you know, people attacking 
women and what they look their, like. No, the not at kids. all. Like, and I love that because what a different world we live in compared to we're talking about a lot of the Britney Spears stuff. Right. Compared to now with Billie Eilish where people, you know, these paparazzi people took these photos and where they're writing these headlines about what she was wearing, what her body looked like. And the backlash that came for that was just lovely. Like I thought so too. I yeah. thought so too. She just sounded really fun. She swears like nonstop more than me. Um, Janet Jackson's uh, surprise the UCLA gymnast Rocco. Do you remember her name? Uh, has Z in it? Yep, Margarita. Mm. Mm, I don't think uh, that's right, but it is Margarita Day, so maybe that's it is M A R G Z E T T A. Margzita, Margzita, oh. Frazier. Okay. After seeing after her floor routine went viral, she yeah. called her up and just said, "Congratulations, yo! Oh, you How much fun, off. Janet? Ja- Miss Jackson's on the phone. Margzita, Thank you. She's on the phone. Um, Oprah Winfrey is not only sitting down with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle; she's also going to be sitting down with Stevie Wonder. Hmm. And Stevie Wonder is going to talk about his plans to permanently move to Ghana. Oh, okay. Um, he says that he um, has a song that he wants to relieve, but he wants America to do the right thing, and he wants to see the nation smile again. And she said, and Oprah says, "Well, I heard you're moving to Ghana." And he said, "I am." And she said, "Permanently." And he said, "Yes." There's more of a sense of community there. He thinks America needs five years to right its wrongs. I don't want to see my children's children's children have to say oh please like please respect me please know that i'm important please value me that is that so he's moving to ghana so we'll wow. hear that that'll be coming out i bet it's on apple apple plus or something yeah 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 you know if that's where they kind of do it i don't know if you watched any of the um, modern love um little vignettes that were like an hour long last year modern love was um a column that was in the New York Times in the last year, I think it might be two years now. Oh, Anne Hathaway was in one, and they did these little vignettes on different modern yeah, love stories. Yeah, yeah, I did watch some of it. I watched, yeah, I can't remember. There was one with a girl whose was family was like mob connected. Yeah, and it was very really good. It was they were they were fun. all over the board, and they were yeah. different. But season two is coming out, and some of the people that are going to star in that. Our um, Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones, Love. who is a new dad. Yep. Anna Paquin from True Blood Love and Flack yeah. is going to be in it. And there's more other there's other names that I can't pronounce, so I can't tell you who they are. Oh, but that's be that's, that's going to be Amazon coming. Amazon Prime. Yeah, I think that's going to be good. Um, thank you, Brittany. You're so welcome. Gloria will be back in studio tomorrow. Thank you, Rocco. I'm sorry I let you down. I today was a stellar day. I thought so. I think it was a great money. Everybody have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.